Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now we are a proud member of the 143 podcast network the Cheers to Comics podcast is proudly affiliated with NSCLiveTV.com. That's No Signal Comics. NSCLiveTV.com. Find the Cheers to Comics podcast on channel 34 of NSCLiveTV.com. No Signal Comics. The best in auction action. Well, hello again, Slurds. Welcome back to the Church to Comics podcast. I'm your host, Brian Wayne, and this is the 203rd episode, I believe. Uh, I know I didn't put out a weekly overview episode this last week. Uh, you know, that, that that wasn't due to laziness. Uh, I will say that, at least not on my end. <laughs> um, not to throw shade or anything. I just couldn't find enough good stuff to put a podcast together with. That's all there was to it. I read a bunch of books, and a lot of it was just kind of me going, yeah, that was a comic. You know, the, there was uh, the three books I, I couldn't have even made a 30-minute episode out of, even with news, and even if I were to do, yeah, I just stretching it hard, I couldn't do 30 minutes last week. So here I am, <laughs> priming you for more books. There does seem to be some good books on here for sure. Uh, back to being kind of... Kind of low, though. I mean, just because this last week, this last Wednesday, was, was, you know, seemingly normal or heavy, even. Well, that was because it was the end of the quarter, and these publishers are panicking to pad their numbers. The alliteration continues. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, that, that's what's going on there. Uh, but, yeah, it's back to barely being anything again. But that's all right. That's all right. Uh, regardless, uh, I will be buying books. I will be buying books. Now, I have recently started talking about Final Order Cutoffs, or FOCs, if you're from the streets like me. Uh, <laughs> uh, Final Order Cutoffs, you know, I'm gonna go on a tangent for just a second here. I know I said I'm not gonna do this every time, and I do stand by that, but while we're still early into this segment... Uh, super important, man. Especially right now. I, even me, somebody that has my nose buried in all of this shit, I'm still missing books. There's still books that aren't coming out because I didn't get on the FOCs in time, and by the time I put them on my pull list, it's too late. Shops hadn't order enough. So, yes, I, I cannot stress the value of this, this portion of the podcast. Now, these are the FOCs, the, the books that are due by the 29th, next Monday. Um, shops need to have all of these books in by, I believe, uh, midnight on Monday. So that means you got to get your picks in. 
real quick from the time this this podcast goes up. It'll be Friday when you hear it. And, uh, yeah, all the way up until Monday. So this podcast hopefully does you well. Now, let's start with Scout Comics. There's not a whole lot going on with Scout, but still enough to talk about. Uh, we're the Let's see, Canopus number one, second printing. All right, cool. They're putting that into a second printing. That's, that's good to know. Uh, and also Stabity Bunny number 11. It says res, R-E-S, what is that? I don't know what that means when it says res next to it, but those are the FOCs for Scout. Let's scoot on up to Antarctic. Once again, we're going from S to A. You know it's a big jump. Uh, Antarctic lost it. All right, we've got Leave on the Light number three. Now, this is Bradley Golden. I have Bradley on the podcast. Turns out every comic that he's ever made or plans on making is turning into a fucking movie. So, good on him. You're going to want to get on these books, for sure. The art's fucking incredible. I love it. I love it. And we got Shauna the Firehair one-shot. Because it's a one-shot, I'll talk about it just a little bit. Ben Dunn, and yeah, it's all Ben Dunn. <laughs> what a name. Uh, in the hidden underground world of Ivana, a young girl separated from her true family has been adopted by natives and grown up among them as Shauna the Firehair. Oh, so it's like Jungle Book with more people? But while she's used to the jungle's dangers, Shauna now finds herself faced with the unfamiliar and possibly fatal arrival of mysterious aliens, one of whom possesses her adoptive father. Hmm. Right on, Antarctic Press. Now, from Aftershock. That's not Aftershock. Alright, well, hold on, what is this? What is this? American Mythology Productions. I accidentally clicked on something and found something. Carson of Venus Realm of Dead, number two. What the fuck? Uh, Mike Wolfer and Cyrus Masaricia? Masaricia? Alright, right on. Right on. Alright, so this is from, once again, I'm... Who? Who? <laughs> Let's all learn together. Click the X. American Mythology Productions. All right. Now let's uh, bounce on up to IDW, and we're gonna talk Canto. Oh yes, we recently had Drew Zucker on the podcast. We're gonna get Canto and the Clockwork Fairies one shot. Oh yeah. So it's not part two yet, but it is a one shot. Looks like one covers to be had here. And I, I fucking love Kanto. Like that's that's all. I'm not gonna explain what Kanto is. Just trust me. We've got one hell of a fucking eyebrow raising crossover here. The fuck, My Little Pony Transformers, number one of four. James Asmus and Ian Flynn, along with Jack Lawrence. Um. All right. So. <laughs> No, I'm not going to read the description. Use your imagination. Uh, My Little Pony and Transformers. Use your imagination. <laughs> we've also got Sonic the Hedgehog, number 29. Oh, we've got an annual here. Uh, I, I didn't know Turtles did annuals. But I'm also partially stupid. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Annual 2020. Tom Waltz and Adam Gorham. Fuck yeah, I'm into that. The war is over, the dragon is destroyed, the city is saved, but at what cost? Splinter is gone, the turtles are in disarray, and the shredder has returned. Hmm. 
But all is not as it seems, as the turtles' most feared enemy struggles with this new opportunity to regain his honor. Meanwhile, a newly decimated Foot Clan belongs to Karai, but can she truly rise to the task in the shadow of its greatest warrior? And does a newly changed Leatherhead fit into a post-mutation NYC? Whoa. Holy shit, dude, that's a Krang in his Leatherhead belly. The alright, alright, alright. Um, in... Uh, what else? Ooh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Urban Legend number 25. Gotta love some urban legends right now. This is all new stuff from here on out. Uh, Transformers number 21. I can't believe this series has made it 21 uh, issues. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I, I still don't think a punch has been thrown. A little political for me. I was gonna say politicky. I don't think politicky's a word. Uh, and Usagi Yojimbo, number 10. Cool, right on. Usagi fans. Usagi? I don't know. Uh, Dynamite? Yeah, there's some Dynamite stuff. We've got some George Rara Martin. Clash of Kings, number 5. Couple covers to choose from there. <gasps> Ooh. Alright. Color me intrigued. Fuck, there's a lot of covers to choose from here, though. Uh, Green Hornet, number one. Scott Lobdell, yeah, super intrigued. Anthony Marquez, and gotta love a Lee Weeks cover. At least on cover A. There's a fuck ton of covers. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's just the return of the Green Hornet, people. In. Come on, that's... I can't wait to read a Green Hornet book. Uh, what else is coming out? There's some Red Sonja 17, like you're gonna miss Red Sonja. Uh, and some Vengeance of Vampirelli. Yep. You all know that's coming. It's obvious. It's dynamite. They're not gonna not put out a fucking Vampirella or a Red Sonja book. How do they have so many? Like, is there, like, five series going on at once? And I just don't get it. I just don't get it. Anyway. Boom. Boom Studios. That's right. No Dark Horse. From Boom, we've got Angel and Spike, number 12. What does that say? 10 copy incentive. Alright. Cool. So there's a... Looks to be... Alright. Yeah, there's some stuff going on there. And it looks like a couple of... One, one, two, three, four variant covers it looks from to choose. Or four covers total that previews gives me. Uh, what? Oh, oh second printing. Oh, I was thinking Faith. Sorry. I saw Faith, and then I saw Erotica cover, and I was like, mm, no. <laughs> Faith less, however. Uh, part two, number one, Erotica cover, second printing. Hold on. Only the Erotica cover went into second printing? Oh, you guys. You dirty, dirty perverts. You dirty, dirty perverts. Power Rangers, Ranger Slayer, number one. Well, this is an $8 book, and there's also a $9 foil variant. But, do you like me some foil variants? If you guys have ever watched any of the, the videos I've done, I've, I've got a bunch of fucking shiny Power Rangers lined up behind me. So, probably gotta get that one. Oh, there's a spoiler variant. Ew, eh. Oh, wait, there's something to be spoiled? What's going on here? Is this a one shot? 
I should probably read it. What's it say? Ranger Slayer, a.k.a. Kimberly Hart, the Pink Mighty Morphin Power Ranger, and the alternate universe once ruled by Lord Dokken, uh, returns home and is... Nothing and nothing is like she expected. Okay, in a world where only she knows the villain, can Kimberly know her universe that she's become a hero? And is that even the right thing to do? Confronted by a terrifying new version of Rita Repulsa, hmm, and her home in chaos, Kimberly will make a stunning choice that no Power Ranger fan can miss. Oh. She's going to join Rita Repulsa. I'm just going to call it right now. This issue is also a perfect jumping on point for new readers and sets the stage for the Power Rangers epic. For the next Power Rangers epic. Oh, alright. Did you guys hear that? I'm glad I read that. That's fucking A, man. Get on Ranger Slayer. I know I's a gonna. Um, and then Wicked Things, number three. Oh, sorry. John Allison and Max Saren. I've noticed that I'm doing a lot of pausing on the podcast lately when I record. And that has nothing to do with me fucking up. Unless you consider yawning a fuck up. Which it kind of is. Uh, I'm just going to go with it now. I'm tired of fucking pausing to get a yawn out. Because then I want to like stop and take a break anytime I pause it. And I just don't pause it very often. So then it's... Ugh, yeah. Anyway. Uh, I apologize for the yawn but there probably will be more. And, oh, if you want the second printing of Wind, it's on the FOCs. Also, from, uh, oh, you know, that does it for, for, oh, no, never mind, that doesn't do it for the Indies. I thought not. Image, that's more like it. Uh, A Man Among Ye, number one, second printing. What, that book sold out? Uh, Everything's probably selling out right now. Uh, they're printing, like, 16 of everything. Uh, <laughs> uh, Adventure Man number one, second printing. That book sold out. Yep. Yeah, well, that's... It's because shops are ordering less. I mean, I don't mean to shit on the books by any means, guys, but... Why don't you just fucking print more? Oh, that doesn't make sense. Uh, Birthright number 45... Uh, oh, yeah, I don't read Birthright, but there you go. Ooh, this one, I'm... Oh, man. Oh, I keep looking... Oh, shit. Image is about to get fucking... Ooh, I'm about to go off, guys. All right, we got Bliss. Bliss number one. Uh, there... I, I guess it hasn't... I haven't heard that yet. I just had a conversation with a Mr. Sean Lewis... And, uh, yeah, he'll be on for the second time here, coming real soon. Will it be Monday from this time? Yeah, I guess it would be. Yeah, coming real soon. Uh, the next episode airing. We're going to talk a little bit more in depth about Bliss. And Bliss number one, this is an eight-parter. This is Image Comics. You know Sean from... Sean Lewis, sorry, only I know him by first name basis, I guess. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Thumbs and Coyotes. It's good stuff, man. Uh, get on Bliss. This is going to be good. It's about drugs, kind of, and more. More than that. But as you'll listen to on that podcast that's coming out on Monday, I really just focus on the drug part because it's something about drugs and storytelling really fascinates me. I don't know. Uh, oh, man. All right. It's time for Chew. And that's C-H-U. Number one. Guys, I'm so excited to fucking talk about Chew. And, uh, you know, you, you guys know I'm a big John Lehman fan. Like, maybe the biggest John Lehman fan. 
maybe the biggest Chew fan. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> see, there's things I know about this book that I'm not talking about. So finally, we're gonna, you guys are gonna get to fucking read them for yourself, and, and, we'll get to talk about them together. So, this is John Lehman, and this is Dan Boltwood. I know, you guys might be like, what the fuck, Guillory, did the, what happened? Nope, Guillory's good. Guillory's busy. He's doing farmhand. He wasn't doing farmhand when Chew was first rolling wrong. Now this is, keep in mind, a different Chew. This is the first course, part one. Tony Chew is a cybopath, able to get psychic impressions from what he eats. Saffron Chew is a cybopars, able to learn secrets from who she eats with. Tony is a cop. Saffron is a criminal. They're a brother and sister, and they are on a collision course. Spinning out of the multiple Eisner Award-winning and New York Times best-selling series, Chew comes Chew, a felonious new food noir about cops, crooks, cooks, and clairvoyance. Ooh, he said growlingly. Uh, yeah. Fucking pumped. So fucking pumped. That is on the FOC. Order this book. Order this book. I hope you heard the loud bang that I'd made on the table. I hope you heard that. I hope it, I hope it startled the shit out of you. Uh, you're gonna want this. I'm just telling you. You're gonna want it. You're gonna be pissed when you don't get it because you didn't get it on the FOCs. Order it by Monday, guys. Don't just wait to pick it up off a shelf. Carrying on. Death or Glory, number 11. This is a couple of covers to choose from here, A and B. And we've got Decorum, number 3. A uh, couple of covers to choose from there. Both wraparounds, it looks like. So what I'm doing with Decorum is waiting for it to come to a stopping point. And then I'll jump into a new Hickman universe. But until then, I'm just it's just on the pull list, that's all. Uh, die number 12. Make sure all you die readers order, order that if it's not already permanently on your pull list. Low number 23. That's cool. This series is still going. Gotta love that. Uh, Lucy Claire Redemption, number five. So Lucy Claire Redemption readers. FOC, now's the time. Whoa, Ludocrats number two went into his second printing. Oh, it's probably because, once again, they printed about 16 of them. So, yeah. Uh, Middle West, number 18. Ooh, fucking Middle West is dope. Hope you guys got cheers this last Wednesday. No, number 17, I mean. Whoa, and that B cover, Scotty Young. That is really good. I mean, it's scribbles. I'm not going to lie. It's scribbles, but... Fuck. That is cool. That is a cool cover. I like that. I hope it's as awesome in person as it is on the digital. Uh, Monstrous number 29. Monstrous readers. Get on that. Nomen Omen number 7. So about halfway of the 15-part maxi series. All right. Nomen Omen readers. Sonata number 12, 3D edition. Can you imagine Brian Haberlein's art in 3D? That sounds provoking. I like that. That a fucking see. That's neat. I and it's only four bucks, so you're probably not gonna have to spend money on the 3D glasses. Or maybe are 3D glasses even still a thing? I don't know. I don't know. Carrying on, Tartarus. From Johnny Christmas, couple of covers to choose from there. I didn't get on Tataris. Uh, that's my mistake, though. That's my mistake. I'm trade-waiting this one, for sure. I'm trade-waiting that. 
And that wraps up the indies. Let's move on to Marvel. Um, what? Amazing Spider-Man Sin's Rising Prelude number one. Who is the Sin Eater and why is it so terrifying that he's back? Nick Spencer pull back, pulls back the curtain on one of the most dangerous Spidey villains in history. We will not only reveal more of Sin Eater's secret history, but put him on a collision course with Spider-Man that will have you quaking in your seat. Okay. Uh, Nick Spencer and Guillermo Sana. Uh, alright, alright, I'll buy in. I need something Spider-Man in my life to read. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, there's a Boss Logic variant, though. That, that gives me... That gives me... Alright, no, that's fucking awesome. Fucking boss logic, am I right? Daredevil, number 21. Chip Zarsky and Marco Cicchetto. I fucking love that last issue so hard. Oh my god. Get on, Daredevil, if you haven't already. Throw it on the FOC. Empire, part 2 of 6. What are they doing here? Uh, hold on. Second printing... I'm confused. Empire number two of six and Empire number two of six second printing variant in the same. What they they second printed it before the first one even sold? I'm confused. I'm confused. Okay, and then we've got the action figure variant, and then we've got the the scroll creep variant, and then we've got the Alexander Lozano variant. Avenger, okay. Michael Chill. Why? What is going on? Alright, then we've got Empire Avengers, number one of three. Uh, one, two, three. F so four covers to choose from on that. Nope, I take that back too. And then Empire X-Men, number one. Two covers to choose from on that. Ah, Jesus. Uh, but then we've got Hellions. Remember Hellions? That book came out a long time ago. Issue number two. <laughs> Looks like there's a deluxe edition. I don't know. Uh, just a $4 price tag, though. Then we've got Lords of Empire Emperor Hulkling, number one. They're throwing everything Empire at us right now. Uh, two covers to choose from on that one. And I'm kind of thinking that there might... Just me speculating a wee bit. Um, and being very ignorant to the, the character of Hulkling for the most part, um, something tells me that that, that variant might be, might be something. I don't know. You, you guys be the judge for yourself. You guys be the judge. I'm, I'm just on previous world. Carrying on, New Mutants number 11, just one cover. Star Wars Dr. Aphra number 2. Uh, I think this is on my pull list now, so we'll see. I didn't read issue one, but there you go. Uh, Wolverine number three. Wow, really only on number three? That fucking Kubert cover, though. Uh, yeah, no, I'm 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 digging the shit out of Wolverine. I feel like I've been reading Wolverine for ages, but it's only number three now. Damn. That's a that's a fucking sweet variant as well. Uh, Hildebrandt, Greg Hildebrandt. Whew, that's fucking sweet. 
Oh, and then there's a dope-ass zombies variant. Oh, maybe my favorite zombies variant so far. What is that? Tom Rainey? The Jaws. I'm not, I mean, I don't know what's going on with that jaw, but... Overall, I really like that cover. <laughs> ah, and Fantastic Four, or X-Men Fantastic Four. Number four of four. Coming to an end there, and four covers to choose from, as there would be. Now, if you're on Previews World at this point, you might think, oh, that's all the FOCs. Well, you're fucking wrong, because they're still DC. And, you know, Previews World is a part of Diamond, and in case you've been living under a fucking rock, uh, Diamond and DC not friends no more. So, that takes me on over to unknowncomicbooks.com. And why am I choosing unknowncomicbooks.com to bring you the DC FOCs? Because they're the first one that pops up when I Google it. So, um, we've got Batman number 94. I'm sorry, number 95 on the FOC. Uh, did you guys hear that kid screaming? That wasn't mine. It's hot in this room. I have a window open. My mistake. Uh, that fucking Matina cardstock variant is uh, sexy. I'm digging the shit out of that. Um... Let's see, we've got Batgirl, number 47. We've got Detective Comics, number 1024. We've got Flash, 758. We've got Action Comics, 1023. Justice League Dark, number 24. Shazam, 13. Last God, number 7. Why is it still going? It's a black label book, and it's going past seven issues. All right. Um... Is that it? No. Uh, Batman Beyond, number 45. Amethyst, number 4 of 6. And some Sandman Universe Books of Magic, number 21. And that does it. That wraps up the FOCs. Now remember, you have to have these books in and ordered and on your pull list by the 29th. By the 29th. So... Uh, don't slack on this, guys. Don't slack. I don't know about your your uh, um, LCS and how they operate, but fuck for all you know, they stop on Sunday. You never know. I would like to think not, though. I'd like to think that they give everybody the full chance, but cannot stress how important these FOCs are, especially right now. And if you're somebody that has to have a book and it doesn't hurt your feelings when you miss something like it does me, then I'm telling you. I'm fucking telling you, man. FOCs. So, um, real quick, like I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna pull out a little ad read here. I got a couple of awesome comic book uh, auction places to check out. Um, you guys know I'm all about Hooked on Comics. I love me some Hooked on Comics. Hooked on Comics you find on Tuesdays and Saturdays. Tuesdays at uh, uh, 5 Eastern and Saturdays at 7 Eastern and you get bin books which is by now you, awesome auctions um, let's see what's today Thursday even today's Thursday there was a $5 um, sale that goes up it's just every book's 5 bucks uh, it's oh man hooked on comics Tuesdays and Saturdays uh, 5 and 7 all on the east coast um, also on Tuesdays, fucking Canadians, eh? Uh, <laughs> Comic Kingdom of Canada. 
Comic Kingdom of Canada. Now, why am I talking about two different auctions that take place on the same day? Well, Comic Kingdom of Canada is on the West Coast, and they go on more in the afternoon. Uh, I, I, I've personally bought books from both. I have. And I, <laughs> I, I am a major fan. Uh, these guys are prompt. They don't keep you hanging around. Um, and the, the, the greatest thing about Comic Kingdom of Canada is, I know, right off the bat, you may think, I'm going to go ahead and just steer you away from your negative thoughts now. we got to deal with international Canadian shipping prices if I'm not myself a Canadian. That's not true. They have a U.S. drop spot, so you're paying, um, uh, well, non-international shipping rates score right well beyond all that when you're on there you're seeing that these books that they're putting up they're in canadian prices that means if you're using the u.s dollar you're going to get that invoice and it's going to be significantly less than the numbers that they're throwing out because of you know how the economy works so <laughs> there's just so many reasons to check out ckc or the comic kingdom of canada and now where do you find both of these places you find them both um, on NSCLiveTV.com. You could follow their Facebook pages, subscribe to their live notifications, and you can also find them in the Cheers to Comics Facebook group where I put up all of my favorite auction sites. And the top two are definitely Comic Kingdom of Canada and Hooked on Comics right now. And I say that as personal buyer. I mean, it's to the point now where I'm getting CKC packages and um, hooked packages once a week. I love these guys. They're freaking amazing. So, um, I'm going to take a quick break. I'm going to refresh my, my brouhaha here, and uh, I'll be back in just a second to talk next week's books, next Wednesday's hot-ass releases. Mm. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Good day. I'm Ken. And I'm Steve, and we're the hosts of the Nerd Cantina Show, where nerd culture and society intersect. Whether you come for entertainment news or some space and science talk, we are here to keep you informed on weekly nerd topics and discuss how they affect us as a society. As well as having in-depth interviews in our Cantina Conversation and Fight Me Fridays. Just like any Cantina, we want you to join in on the conversation. From our blog at thenerdcantina.com, our voicemail line, or our closed Facebook group at thenerdcantina.com forward slash community, where we really get to interact with our fans. So pull up a stool and get involved in our community all right i'm back um so my piece of shit neighbors decided they're gonna run their big fucking dually diesel truck right outside my my window here um and just let it fucking run so uh i'd rather you hear the sound of a fan in the background than a bunch of fucking hicks yelling at each other so i had to close the window i got a fan running now apologize if you do pick that up if not fucking great i'm pretty sure you're picking up something though uh now i'm back from break i hope you enjoyed all of that now uh i got a fucking ice cold beer 
rolling rocks still. I know I don't. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about this for a second. Because why the fuck not? Uh, I know this is the Cheers to Comics podcast. For anybody that listened way way back in the day, and most of those episodes are buried. Um, you know, it was about the beer as well. You know, we talked about what we were drinking. Now the key word is we. We talked about what we were drinking. I'm not going to talk about what my self, my one and only self in this one single person room is drinking. That just seems lonely and pathetic. Um, the podcast is not about the beer. It's not. It's raising a glass. Whatever you just so happen to be drinking. If you drink tea, fucking raise your tea glass to comics. If you drink Rolling Rock, fucking pound a goddamn Rolling Rock. Uh, that, that, that's what it's about. This is not so much about the booze at all. It's really just the gesture of toasting to what we love. Um, now, with that being said, I would love a sponsorship from Rolling Rock. I would talk about what I was drinking in my soul, sad, sappy, sucker self all the time. <laughs> Until that day comes. Yeah, you could just trust that I've got some sort of tasty libation behind me. Whether it be alcoholic or not. Um, and I feel like the hotter the room is, the more alcoholic the drink becomes, though. Whew, it's hot in Denver today. Uh, or at least in this room. Now, let's talk about what's hitting those shelves next week. Or maybe just your pull boxes. Maybe there's no shelf to be hit. Because, you know, all that shit I've been saying. Um, let's start down at Vault, like I tend to do. And we're talking about the plot. Plot number five, this is just good horror action. Gotta love it, man. And I'll tell you what, these uh, variant covers they've been doing, the, uh, <laughs> ooh, I love them. I love them, but they're FOCs, you know what I mean? Know what I mean? Now let's scoot on up to Source Point. Source Point Press has a couple of books dropping. We've got Apocalypse Girl number four. That's an interesting cover. What is Apocalypse Girl? Uh, as the conflict between Pastor Jacob's flock, led by Eight Ball, and Mama's Girls come to a head, both factions are caught off guard by the arrival of General Cleaver's advanced scout, the Handler, and her hunter fiend dogs. Meanwhile, and her hunter fiend dogs. Meanwhile, and his chance to learn about herself and the world from Papa's old friend Abraham is cut short by news of the turmoil heading their way. Blocka Blau. There you go. And we've got Touching Evil number six of seven. Dan Daughtree doing it all in this book. So uh, end of the first story arc. Yep, there you go. Bam. Wait, hold on. Everything comes to head in this penultimate I'm never going to be able to say that word right. Chapter of the first story arc. With all of our enemies vying to take the curse away from Ada, one of them goes to extreme measures to get it. Meanwhile, her disappearance leads her friends and family to assume the worst, unaware that the people who took Ada are coming for them next. Blam. Alright, that's Source Point Press. Let's scoot up the scout. Scout Comics, we've got Midnight Sky, number five. Two covers to choose from there. Uh, yeah, right on. James Pruitt and Scott Van Domelen. 
that is one lengthy description they give there for part five. Just, uh, yeah. Just trust in Scout. That's all I gotta say. Trust in Scout. Let's plow through to Oni Press. Just one Oni Press book to talk about. We've got Backtrack number four. Brian Joinus and Jake Elpick? Elphick? Alright, yeah, there you go. So, I don't know what backtrack is. It says, tensions rise as the number of drivers remaining dwindles with each leg of the race. Oh, yeah. Uh, everyone is on edge, and Aaron's health is quickly deteriorating as he succumbs to the plague. You know, no big deal. But there's this little time to knuckle down. But there's little time. Fucking Jesus Christ. Little time to knuckle down on anything before the drivers are transported to 1970 Berlin, Germany. Cool. Right on. Uh, from Oni Press, we're going to move up to Albatross. All the way to Albatross. Oh, that can only mean a couple of things. Uh, what? Wait, where the fuck? There it is. Uh, the goon. Yep, that's what I thought it would mean. Um, Roger Langridge is still filling in for for Eric Powell as he does his thing elsewhere, working on secret stuff, but bam. Uh, oh, Mike Norton, though. Come on. Mike Norton. And that is an Eric Powell cover, so we at least we get, a, we, get, we get a little bit of Eric Powell. I fucking love the goon so goddamn much. Just saying. From Albatross, we're going to talk about Ahoy. Uh, oh yeah, had Mark Russell on the show not too long ago, so you don't have to scroll too far down to find him. Talk about Billionaire Island. We're on issue number two now. This is a little four-parter, and this is actually I, I, eerily relevant, I would say. Um, just ugh, man, I, I'm gonna I, I'm I'm gonna read this one in completion. You know, once it's in a it's four-part, yeah. They're all out there. I'm, essentially, I'm trade-waiting, is what I'm trying to say. And that's only because I missed out on issue one. And that's my bad. Um, Aftershock? Nope, not Aftershock. Uh, Boom. Boom Studios. We've got Buffy the Vampire Slayer, number 15. Is there any other Buffy besides the Vampire Slayer? Don't think so. Uh, Jim Henson's Storyteller Ghosts, number three of a four-parter. Neato. Looks like there's a few covers to choose from. There was an FOC on that. Uh, King of Nowhere, number three of five. So, King of Nowhere is fucking weird. Uh, really, really, really fucking weird. So I suggest, if you do have access to go through and find one and two and you're just in for a fucking mindfuck, then King of Nowhere is your book. Uh, and then we've got Ronin Island, number 12. So I, I I never thought this book would make it 12 issues. I thought it was going to be a five-parter at most. Turns out, it's doing pretty well. Doing pretty well. And that doesn't say any... I, I'm not speaking for the quality or anything like that. Uh, I just felt it more feel like a mini-series based off the first two issues that I read. But, yeah. Moving along. Um... Let's, uh, we're going to talk Dynamite. We will be talking Dynamite. I've got some cool covers to choose from here on Boys, Dear Becky, number two. Um, yeah, man. 
<laughs> oh, looks like the cool covers to choose from were only FOC variants. What do you know? Uh, Death to Army of Darkness. Nope, never mind. They're doing their thing where they fucking... Ugh. Variants. Dynamite, I swear to God. They do not make money off... Uh, they make so much money off of variants that... <laughs> I mean, they gotta be selling them for them to put them out like this, but why? I mean, how? I, I just have a lot of questions about Dynamite's business. That's all. That's all. Uh, what is this? Killing Red Sonia number two? Alright, there you go there. Kiss Zombie? Nope. Fucking, those are just exclusive variants. Yeah, I'm done talking about Dynamite again. You got me, Dynamite. You got me talking about fucking... Just know that Boy's Dear Becky's coming out, and then there's going to be a bunch of covers in Vampirella and Red Sonia. And same shit as always, but... That's our, uh, Boy's Dear Becky. That much. Don't get me wrong. The covers are cool. I'm not saying they're not worth it, but... I just... Who the fuck's ordering those, really? Who is really ordering those? At those prices? Uh, IDW... Ghostbusters Year One, number four, wrapping up the four-part miniseries. Couple of covers to choose from. I could sell you a body, number four, wrapping up the four-part miniseries. That's a good one. Um, yeah, no, I'm. Uh, I, 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 that, that, that's a cool series. That's all I'm gonna say about that. Is that's a cool fucking series. Uh, Star Trek Year Five, number twelve, one cover there. And then TMNT Urban Legends number 24. Yep. See, uh, first part? Oh, excuse me again. Jesus. The first part of the, the remaining canceled part of Urban Legends. So, this, I, I'm just going to go ahead and speculate. That book could be really hot. It could get really, really hot. And maybe not right away. But over time, you never know. This is a series that, you know, is, there, there's history behind this book before it even comes out. Let's put it that way. Once again, no more Dark Horse. Well, not that Dark Horse is no more, but no Dark Horse to talk about. Uh, but we do have Image. And uh, plenty to talk about on Image. We've got All America Comics One Shot. What is this? This is Joe Casey and Sonia Harris. Her last name is Vasquez. Her first name says it all. And when she confronted... What? And when confronted with the hidden secret of the universe, you won't believe the cosmic truth she uncovers. Brought to you by the Wildcats version 3.0 team of Joe Casey and Dustin Nguyen, reunited for the first time in 15 years. Her first name is Vasquez. Her, or her, her last name is Vasquez. Her first name says it all. Uh... What, what is it? Freedom? America? Is her name America Vasquez? Is it Maria? Because Maria Vasquez sounds about right. Um, I don't know. You've, uh, it says it all. This is a riddle? You got me, Image. I'm confused. Uh, goddamn Virgin Brides, number one. This is Jason Aaron. Alright, so immediately, just know it's going to be fucking brilliant. Have I read it? No. Do I know anything about it? No. All I did was see Jason Aaron and put it on my pull list. And, uh, yeah. 
Oh, it looks like it's got some some religion in there. Mm. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Marked number six. It's a book about magic tattoos. Done by... <laughs> sorry. David Hine and Brian Haberlin. Maybe one of my favorite writer-artistic duos of all time. Uh, Nailbiter Returns, number two. Now this one right here. Um, this one snuck up on us. I don't remember this one being on the FOCs. So, uh, and I would remember something like this. I, an image, they do have a tendency to just throw a book at us without soliciting it. Now, we've got Robert Kirkman coming back with Walking Dead stuff. And right now, it's, it's Negan Lives. It's a one-shot, I believe. Yeah, and it says, The greatest fucking comic book villain of all time returns. Nuff said. There you go. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm up there. I'm one of the greatest comic book villains of all time. I mean... I really do like that character. Have I ever really read Walking Dead? Admittedly not past the first volume, so I, I can't say that he's a comic book character that I've read. But I do love him in the show. Uh, so, with that being said, if I can, I will be getting my hands on this book. Uh, I'm not a Walking Dead reader. I don't imagine there's uh, going to be any color in here. But if it is just a one-shot, maybe they will color it. I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of non-colored comics. Part of the reason why I don't read Walking Dead, or didn't jump on Walking Dead, didn't read Walking Dead, and still haven't read Walking Dead, or at least past the points that I have. But And that doesn't take away from the art by any means. I just, I just need color separating the lines, that's all. I'm just simple. That's just me. So hopefully I'm, I'm able to decipher the artistic value of this book if it is in fact black and gray but either way it's going to be in my well hopefully uh, in my hands Wednesday um doo -doo. uh Olympia number 5 of 5 there you go I don't know what Olympia is but that 5 part is wrapping up oh how about on the stump on the stump number 3 on the Stump is dope. It, it's, I, I mean, honestly, fuck the 2020 election. Let's just have Chuck Brown rewrite the Constitution based off of this book and do it that way. Bam. Uh, next up, we've got Pretty Violent, number seven. I didn't see this book going past six issues, only because it felt like a mini series that they were just kind of trying out. But new story arc starts out here. This is a crazy, crazy book. Uh, off the wall. Super off the wall. It's pretty violent. Protector, number four. Simon Roy, Daniel M. Benson, and Artyom Takarhananov. I might have actually said that right. As janky as that pronunciation sound. I might have actually said that right. But the rest of the words here, and the rest of the names, not gonna... Mm -mm. Nope. Um, n no disrespect to the creators, and uh, I'm just not going to butcher their names. That's all. That's all. Carrying on. Is that it for Image? That's it? For no, that's not it for Image. Oh, we've got Reaver. 
Reaver's back. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Justin Jordan and Nico Henrikin doing their thing still. Uh, this is part three of the second arc. Uh, yeah. It's just, uh, no, don't get me wrong. First issue of the second arc came out swinging. Second issue seemed to have been catching its breath a little bit. So we'll see where the third issue goes. But I have full faith in this series and Justin Jordan's capabilities and these characters. So, yeah, I've... I'm pumped. I'm so pumped for fucking Reaver. No Marvel Comics, guys. No Marvel Comics again next week. And because... Because... Um, I said I use Previews World to shout out books. And Diamond Dunn disappeared from there. Or DC Dunn disappeared from there. I've got to scoot on over to a new source. TheComicsBeat.com now, uh, until I find a source that provides me with images, I don't, I mean, it's, this is going to be just me scooting on through, so, um, the books that are slated to come out, now this is June the 30th, now I must explain this, for in case there is any confusion, technically DC books are supposed to come out on Tuesday, or allowed to come out on Tuesday, a lot of shops still don't abide by that, they just put them all out at once, and I get it, um, and just, you know, fucking, I don't know, this just creates more work, uh, DC, I don't know, I, I'm not, I'm not going to go on that rant right now, but fact is, these are the books slated to come out for DC on the 30th, but more than likely, the first. Uh, Batman, The Adventures Continue, number two, so this is the second volume of Batman Adventures. Um... Let's see here. Deceased Dead Planet number one. I'm so fucking about this book. And this is my most anticipated book of the week coming out. For sure. I think Deceased is some of the greatest stuff in comics. That has been in a while. Just saying. Tom Taylor, man. The dude's a beast. Um. Oh, okay. Event Leviathan Checkmate number two. That's a thing. Harley Quinn number 74 is going to be coming out. Justice League number 48. I mean, how fast are they going to fucking push these Justice League books on us? Uh, I feel like I just... I, I, I think I've got four Justice League books in the last three weeks. And that's only because one of them was late. So technically, almost weekly with Justice League since DC started up. They're trying to push something out. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong on that timeline, but... I feel like it's been weekly since DC started ramping up again. And then lastly, but not leastly, we have Lois E. Laney. Number 12. This is the series finale of the 12-part Maxi series that people have been clamoring over. Will something big happen in it? I don't know. I don't have any descriptions. Uh, comicsbeat.com doesn't give me that. But I still thank comicsbeat.com for providing me with at least some sort of information that Diamond is no longer or able to provide me. Now, with that being said, those are all the books that are slated, not all of them, but a good portion of the books that are slated to come out uh, next Wednesday slash Tuesday, depending on where, yeah, you know, all those things I just said a couple minutes ago. Uh, so, um, I hope you have been informed. I hope that you've been enlightened. Uh, I hope that there's something that you plan on putting on your pull list that you didn't quite plan on putting on it before. Um, 
No, or maybe even just starting a pull list. I don't know. Uh, the fact is, it's this is important stuff, guys. I, I know it may just seem like, hey, he's just talking about books that are coming out, but you know how shitty it is to miss out on a book that you really want and then go to think, oh, I'll just go to the next store. But then that next store has closed its fucking doors because, you know, the economy. Or I'll just go to eBay. But then that book arrives bent in half in your fucking P.O. box. Um, or And these are all real scenarios that are happening right now. Uh, <laughs> I'm mm, just saying, guys. Just saying. Add them to your fucking pull list. If you want them, don't be mad when you don't get them if you don't pre-order them. Because that's just the way it is now. This is the new normal, pre-ordering. Shelf shopping might not be so much of a thing anymore. Or maybe it is in your area still, and in my part of the world it's not. But in my part of the world, shelf shopping isn't a thing. So, um, yeah, uh, support this podcast, patreon.com slash cheers to comics for a little of a dollar. You get a, all types of tiers to choose from. And, uh, yeah, it's just uh, every, every little bit of that goes towards this, this, this podcast. It's all going towards a fund right now. Right now, the goal is to be able to, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to fund a recorder. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I've, I've got some mobile interviews that I want to do. Um, as soon as I'm, I feel comfortable doing them. Because <laughs> talking on a microphone through a mask is not easy. So, uh... <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, that's all, that's all gonna be funded by you patrons, you patrons, patreon.com slash cheers to comics, after you do that, I need you to, need, not want, need you to leave five star reviews, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podchaser, anywhere you can drop a review, do so, I will get around to reading them on the podcast, I compile them, and on shorter episodes, where I'm shorter on content, boom, I'll do review reading episodes, uh, why don't you do that last week, Brian, you're short on content, I could have reread all of the reviews. Not to say that I'm, you know, lacking reviews. I could use more though. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I, I, I still, I don't think I would have been able to fill 30 minutes. <laughs> I guess if I read all of the reviews, I could have. But still, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. That's uh, that does it. Um, support your local comic book store by starting a poll list. Uh, you slurds, it's been my pleasure. I hope you've been enlightened and informed. Read responsibly. Cheers, fuckers. Hi, uh, you're listening to Cheers to Comics Podcast. This is Mark Russell, and you're listening to the Cheers to Comics Podcast. Hey, everyone, I'm Monty Michael Moore, and this is the Cheers to Comics Podcast with Brian Wayne. This is Drew Zucker. You're listening to the Cheers to Comics Podcast.